0: Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. On
1: December 2nd, 2019. Happy birthday to Britney. Happy
2: birthday to a true queen.
1: Brittany, happy birthday. Space Court celebrated Brittany Spears' birthday by reading
0: her natal chart. She is a Sagittarian queen. She's got a stellium in Sagittarius.
1: This episode was inspired by one of the creators Hey everyone, my name is Itai of my favorite podcast It's astrology rose One week later, Space Court created a Sinistry episode Sinistry time of Itai I'm a huge fan of Britney Spears and Britney Spears It's Britney, bitch This is where my current voyage into the unknown begins And who am I? Well, I'm just like you I'm an inhabitant of planet Earth. Space cord, space cord.
0: Space Court, welcome to Space Court, welcome to Space Court. Less than one week ago, Space Court reached out to over 100 astrologers from all around the world. We did this through Instagram and email and trusted that the cosmos would provide the perfect people to participate. Each astrologer was invited to share their insight on a synastry between two anonymous natal charts. Nearly a dozen were interested, but only two showed up. We invite you to join us on this voyage of discovery. We would like to introduce you to your hostess on this voyage, Rachel Villiverdi. Cancer Sun Cancer moon.
1: Gemini rising. People assume that you can just 15 minutes look at two charts and give us some (laughs) insight and it's just not realistic. And I very much recognize that, but I was hoping to kind of create this game show setting where it's like, okay, you only have 15 minutes. What (laughs) do you see? So I don't know what your experience was with that or if it is completely unrealistic, but that was the hope and intention
0: we would like to introduce you to Shamanic Astrologer with a speciality in Archetypes Kate Rusko Virgo Sun Gemini Moon Pisces Rising
2: Astrology is such a great tool and I mm. really wish more people knew about it I wish mm. parents knew about it for their children. You know, whenever I do a reading for someone, you know, it always comes up like if you'd known about this when you were a child, the impact it would have had on you would have mm. been huge and everyone
1: everyone agrees. How long have you been studying astrology?
2: I started studying astrology in 2013. Mm -hmm. And I started to practice professionally in 2015.
1: I see that you're an evolutionary astrologer or shamanic astrologer, perhaps both. Is this accurate? I'm
2: both. So I did my first certification in evolutionary astrology, and then Mm -hmm. I did another one in shamanic astrology. I do practice the shamanic astrology
1: paradigm at the moment. That's what I use for chart readings. This sounds like another episode, quite honestly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: I think it is.
1: (laughs) I'd be very interested in having you on again and diving deeper into I'd love
2: to tell you about it.
1: Okay. Well then without further ado, would you mind sharing your experience with the two charts that I gave you? Whatever you want to share about that, I'm very interested in what you discovered. Okay, great. These two charts do have some really
2: interesting aspects to each other. And when I look at sinistry, uh, I'm particularly interested in angles and nodes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The nodes don't move so quickly, but the angles in the chart are what move the quickest, right? So when there's contact with the angles, it really means there's something there. And these charts have
0: two angle connections. We wanted this reading to be as unbiased as possible, so. Chart A represents Astrology Roast Host, Itai, and Chart B represents
2: Britney Spears chart b has its south node and venus on the ascendant of chart a which is also conjunct mars so we've got personal planets nodes an angle involved and personal planets obviously are really strong right Mm -hmm. especially in shamanic astrology that's what we base the chart reading on we start with personal planets and then we consider outer planets as teachers you know we're really looking at the personal planets so mars venus contact that's super interesting and then right on the ascendant it brings in the past and the future this clumping because the south node is there and then the ascendant the ascendant in shamanic astrology is what we look at as what this person is really going towards their Mm. personal identity project for this lifetime so there is this past and future connection there which is very interesting Mm. and then there's another one where the ascendant of chart b it's And the Mars are on the south node and moon of chart A.
1: My name is Italia.
2: So again, there's ascendant, south node, and two personal planets, Mars and the moon. We look at it as the past. The south node is the past. And then on the ascendant of chart B, Brittany. So there's this past-future thing going on. And very personal connections, the moon and Mars. So, certainly, I would think these people would feel immediate like camaraderie. That's how Mm. I put it, especially Mm. with the Mars there. You know, definitely they have some work to do with each other in this lifetime that had like a past feeling to it and i would add here that we romanticize past life connections right (laughs) but but it can be actually much easier not to have that it can end up being baggage so maybe we'd rather future connections or starting from a clean slate but this chart is really heavy on past connections i think that can be difficult Mm. you know and and also the fact that both moons are in signs that need a lot of space. Like we have a Virgo moon and we have an Aquarius moon. Mm -hmm. And Aquarius needs to detach. Needs a lot of space for itself. Mm. And Virgo also needs its own sort of sacred space. And people have to watch out when they come into that space. So I see these people as very kind of independent types, you know, who are stepping into relations. The other signs are quite relational, Mm. but they're stepping into it. So they don't have a lot of training in Mm. that. There's not a lot of water. Charday.
1: My name is Italian.
2: has Mercury and Pisces. and they're both kind of free thinkers with Mercury and Sag and Mercury and Pisces. But there's not a lot of emotion. So I think they would connect more on an idea basis or a mission basis, like with all that Capricorn, like what are we creating together? The first thing that came to mind to me was law firm. you know they could if they had a cause to work for, they could really create some super structures around that
1: mm-hmm. but
2: i would see it as tough like who's going to be the boss when you have mm. two capricorn two inner planets in capricorn chart a my name is Itai. does have a venus and taurus which is also quite covetous of its own space right mm-hmm. like it needs its own container so i if it's going to be a romantic relationship i don't know how it would fly really.
1: This is very interesting information. This is very, (laughs) I'm excited to reveal to you more information, but I just want to wait to see, do you have anything else? um, Yeah.
2: Well, I also noticed that chart B's Saturn is opposing the sun of chart A. My name is Italia. So that can be like a teacher, which can work, but you know, it takes kind of maturity to deal with that. And then Mm -hmm. the sun of chart B Sun, Mercury, Uranus is on the mid-heaven of chart A. My name is Itai. That is inspiration, the mid-heaven of chart A. My name is Itai. So their right livelihood, how they're here to be in the world, Mm you can be very inspired by chart B. But then again, they'd have to work out that strong Capricorn, like who's the Mm. boss? And chart A with my name is Itai, that Mercury and Pisces, you know, it's going to be very open and fluid and may not exactly know at times what to think. Mm. And so maybe very influenced by chart B. It just depends, you know, on maturity sometimes. When you put two charts together, you don't know where those two people are at.
1: Right, Right. in their personal work or...
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. mm -hmm. So the chart can describe all sorts of potentialities and it can work, any two charts together can work when Mm -hmm. you're a very conscious individual.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right, you know, I was asking on a scale of one to 10, 10 being extremely rare, how would you rate that? And I love that you came back at me like, well, what's rare, you know? And I thought, well, (laughs) you're so right, you know? I mean, I'm sure any two charts you put together are rare because every person is so unique. Mm, And so what I was hoping to get at is in all of your experience of looking at charts, is this coupling something you've seen a lot of? I mean, I don't even know if that's, again, realistic to ask that question and have a black and white answer. You you know? know
2: what? It is realistic in the sense that um, when I do chart to someone and they talk about their partner, I say, okay, give me, give me the birth date. I won't even have the birth time, so I'll be missing the angles. Mm-hmm. I've never put two charts together, people together, where there wasn't a lot of contacts like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you don't want right. to put two charts together and then see no contacts. And, you know, well, they don't really, they probably don't have Right. How is contact. this happening? How did <laughs> yeah. they stay? Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or like, how, how long is this going to last? <laughs> right. You know, right. it's interesting to s- consider all those contacts too, in the sense that maybe they're not meant to be together, but they may feel like they're meant to be together. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's yeah. some
1: pool or there's, some, there's some, something that brings um, an attachment of sorts.
2: That may be misinterpreted as, oh, we need to be together like mm-hmm. romantically, but mm-hmm. it could be something else mm-hmm. completely different.
1: Yeah. So I guess with regards to number of contacts that you see within these two charts.
2: Because they're angles, because they're nodes, because they're personal planets. You know, if someone has the outer planets on the angles, mm-hmm. I don't consider that that's strong. I want to see the personal planets because that's who you are. So I, I want to see those planets involved. And when they are, there is this deep contact and connection. I guess you could say it is, in a sense, rare because there are a lot of personal angle node contacts. This is a
1: unique situation. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm dying to hear. Uh, okay, so are you ready for the great reveal? I, I am. As mentioned, Space Court is in its infancy. We're in our sixth month, and yeah. when I started Space Court in June, I don't listen to podcasts. But I thought I should probably listen to a podcast. And again, I don't speak the language <laughs> of astrology, so I'm going into two arenas that I don't. Really know much about. So I just Googled Astrology Podcast Funny. And the (laughs) podcast that came up was Astrology Roast. It's Astrology Roast. And it's hosted by these two individuals, one in Israel and one in Australia. They have an amazing banter. It's very light on astrology. The idea is that they're hating on all the signs (laughs) equally. It just ends up being conversation and they're great friends. So, anyways, one of the hosts, Itai, chart A, okay, is always Making references to one of his idols, one of his heroes, Britney Spears. (laughs) Don't tell me she's Chart B. She's Chart B, Kate. Chart B.
2: It's Britney, bitch.
1: As kind of a fun exercise, I thought we'd do a sinistry of the yeah. two of them with partners that I have in Space Court, which is an astrology artist who is inspired by the stars and creates digital collages. And then the other one, she studied astrology all of her life, but only her chart. And she's now coming into astrology as a way of living. And so these two did a sinistry and they were just like, whoa, whoa. This this was going to be a fun exercise of like, oh, maybe this is why you're a fan of Britney and this is fun. But they started seeing aspects that were something pretty unique. As a person that doesn't speak astrology, I thought, you know, I want to take this to the cosmos, blast a bunch of astrologers, see what comes (laughs) back, create a panel and see if in fact this is a rare thing. Because I have felt that we've uncovered something because it's Britney Spears, it's so strange because it's like... Does she need to know this information? You know, we've obviously told Etai, like, okay, and as a Pisces Mercury, he's had a lot of dreams with her in it. But it's yeah. mostly been him watching her kids, you know, it's nothing like he's also he's he's a gay man. So it's not like a romantic relationship is something that he's thinking of when he again, right. is inspired or influenced by the persona that she has in this lifetime.
2: I noticed something now. His Venus is in Taurus. And no matter what your sexual orientation is, a man will project his Venus onto a partner at first until he owns it himself. Mm. And so she's this goddess, this sensual, right. sexy goddess woman, you know, mm-hmm. mother as well. You know, I can see that as appealing to him <laughs> big time. Mm. But actually, it's, it's because he has to own that for himself. He's the right. Taurus, right? We do pick up archetypes and we are interested in archetypes and their archetypes are similar. You know, she's got mm-hmm. a Venus in Capricorn. He's got a Mars in Capricorn. So they're modeling that for each other. Mm -hmm. you know, and of course you would be attracted to someone who has archetypes that are in your own chart. I think that's uh, natural. Well, I'd love to know if eventually they do meet each other.
1: So this is kind of the catalyst of this experiment because based on what my friend said, I was like, wait, we've stumbled across a very rare pairing. And, (laughs) you know, I felt it was like now a duty of space court to do whatever it could. Is this such a pairing where it's like,
2: (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> I would say no. Right, exactly. Like, it, because there's so many potential charts, right? And we will actually cross many people who right. who have those contacts or angles. It doesn't mean we need to be in relationship with them. Right. We're also heavily under the influence of the idea of soulmates. Yes, you know, and that concept is actually pretty heavy and mm. quite unnecessary. <laughs> In yeah my opinion yeah. and i was told once and i thought this was a great way of putting it we have a thousand soulmates right. just work on them one at a time <laughs>
1: yeah i mean yeah. i think the concept of soulmates plural is accurate is, is, but yeah, yeah this idea accurate. of soulmate is is where we come across the hang-up
2: yeah the hang-up and honestly like their two charts together are not it's not very romantic so <laughs> so yeah, so, again, and of course he wouldn't want that but it could be good yeah maybe one day they'll meet and they'll be great friends
1: very well maybe true and i guess that's kind of what i was thinking too like this sweet like oh my gosh someone found someone's best friend and like there's a possibility that you could get that information very well recognizing the cosmos have their their hand at work and, you know, we'll see, <laughs> yes, we'll see if Spaceport exactly. is involved, you know, <laughs> but, you know, we also do want to be using the information and sharing it.
2: Yeah. It's a really great consideration. Like what, what if, and I'm just wondering too, if one day, I don't know, maybe he'll start some sort of charity or some sort of organization that she might feel compelled to support.
1: This could be a seed in a garden that's already been well um, sown.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Space Court, Space
0: Court. We encourage you to visit www.myschoolofjoy.com to learn more about Kate Rusko and her offerings. Thank you, Kate, for sharing your gifts with Planet Earth, and thank you for sharing your time with Space Court. Sharing is daring. We invite you to join us again in a very near future.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to ask, who was asking about this? I wanted to dig deeper, like, wait, I want to consult with other people. Do they see something? Do they Mm. not? You know, is this something that I should put energy and effort into trying, Mm. not trying to connect? Because again, I do fully believe in the cosmos. But in my mind, it's like if someone had a chart that aligned with mine in such a way that would be beneficial for my soul, I would be very glad to receive that information.
0: Stay tuned.